Welcome to the Dollars and Dumbbells podcast. I'm your host, Justin Green, a certified financial planner who specializes in helping fitness entrepreneurs and millennials grow their net worth. The goal is to bring you conversations with successful individuals in the fitness industry on how they navigated their journey to success. Justin Green is the founder and financial planner at AssistFP, a financial planning firm. All opinions expressed in this show are solely those of Justin and not reflective of AssistFP. This podcast should not be considered advice. It is solely for educational, informational, and entertainment purposes only. Please consult with your financial advisor, tax, legal, and any other advisor you have before making any decisions regarding your financial plan. Hey, what's up, everybody? Thank you for tuning in to the Dollars and Dumbbells podcast. I'm your host, Justin Green. I'm excited to introduce you to my guest today, Farshad Sarafi. Coach Far is a performance coach at Beyond Bill and a co-founder as well. Farshad, what's up, brother? going on man i'm happy to be here i'm excited to get a chance to catch up with you and uh, it's always i know our conversation always leads to a good time so absolutely i appreciate you you hopping on i know you're a busy man you've always got a million different projects going on so i'm excited for you to share some of your experiences with the listeners and i think they're going to get a lot of value out of this conversation so first why don't you tell everyone where you're calling in from i'm actually right now sitting in la so i'm on the west coast um i float around quite a bit it's not always one place, but I, I'm finding myself here, at least for right now. Um, just, you know, we're in the midst of a lot of growing and a lot of changes in the business. I kind of shared with you, we're bringing people onto the team, changing some systems up, um, working towards creating a bigger impact. So I think that the beauty of all of this is the challenge of learning how to bring people together, bring systems together, and, and really find a way to create more of an impact and, and serve them market in a much more effective way so it's it's good problems to have the challenges i think are very very exciting for us um i think it's just i genuinely find a lot of joy in it you know i love coaching i love training i love all the things that come with this it comes with new challenges and things that i think as business owners you don't necessarily either think of or you really want to deal with but that's business there's going to be components like anything else in life where it's not what you really want to be doing and it gives you an opportunity to learn so i think if anything, I, I feel very grateful that we're in the position we're in and we have an opportunity to learn a lot, right? And then to figure it out and then take the next step. And that next step will present its own challenges and we'll go from there. So Awesome. So let's take a step back for kind of the listeners who don't know you and don't know Beyond Built. Tell them a little bit more about what Beyond Built is and what, what it was established, kind of what the goal was when you guys created this. So long story less long, I was coaching online for a little bit by myself. Uh, and a lot of my own successes or failures, I realized at some level it was like, I'm one person. And as much as I love coaching, it's like anything else. I've worked in the corporate world. I've, I've done a number of different things. I enjoy creating and being in community and, and, and realizing that, you know, we go further in any endeavor when we have people, you know, you can do anything quickly by yourself, but you realistically can't be going very far without people. And so I went to the LA Fit Expo in 20, January of 2020 and uh, linked up with Chad, who is my now business partner, and I, he was running his own business. It was He, he actually started Beyond Boat on his own, and he, we were just sitting there talking business and coaching and stuff. He saw how many different things I had my hands involved in, and we got talking about training and all this stuff, and he was like, why don't you spend more time with coaching? And I was like, look, I, I have a lot of, I have a good, you know, bit of clients i have a corporate job too like i love the consulting gig that i had and i love what i do and i love my coaching and equally if i'm going to do 
just like only focus on online coaching. It couldn't just be online coaching. Like I want experiences. I want to build a brand. Like that's how I see everything. I was like, that's why there's these other business ventures that I'm currently working on that I, I, you know, truthfully feel very invested in. And I'm someone who wants to build with people. And so I just can't justify personally wanting to do things by myself. Like that's, that's something that for a long time has never been something that drives me is doing things on my own. And so he actually reached out and he started working with a business mentor that I worked with who helped me in my own personal business. And like maybe about a weekend, he hit me and he's like, hey, like, you know, he said you have a lot of background on this stuff. And I helped him with a couple of things. He's like, dude, this is saving me time, all this. And I was like, yeah, I'll help you. Like, I love helping people. I like making the difference. And after about a, a few weeks, he's like, so what would it take if I want if we wanted to do this together? And I was like, OK, that's that presents a new new question so i was like this is what i need and i was very straightforward with them i was like we're doing this together it's not just coaching if this is going to be bigger this is what i need and this is where i need to be met and i think a lot of it was it was surprising to him because i remember we had a zoom call about it and he just laughed because he was like i think it's out he thought it was outlandish that i was like yo we're gonna have events we're gonna throw experiences we're gonna do clothing like there's a number of things i want to do we're gonna work with you know high level guys and i think i've always been someone who the corporate world, as much as I had my issues with it, it did expose me to just how much is really possible. Like you see the insides of like a FedEx or a, you know, a UPS or Under Armour or Apple, right? And you see how massive these conglomerates actually are. Yet you also realize there's a lot of people that, you know, they don't necessarily have a great skill set, but the system is so simple at scale that, that that's actually what creates the infrastructure for the organization to get bigger, right? Like business is just a bunch of simple, you know, pieces put together and how simple you keep it is actually how well it can scale, you know, in large term size. So I, you know, I had all these things that I said, he said, cool, let's do this. And I remember we started doing it together amidst COVID, right? We had, obviously everybody's on lockdown. So, f- you know, generating sales and figuring it out was in itself a challenge and we were finding ways to make it happen. And so it was uh, one of those things where it was like after a, f- a couple months, I was going through what I was going through in my personal life and with with my corporate job. And I was like, all right, you know what? I, I need to make a lot of changes. I made a lot of changes. I moved. I left New York and I was like, let's do this full time. Let me be focused on my endeavors. And it brought us to where we are now. And I think like, the cool thing with all of it is it just keeps growing. Beyond Boat is an online coaching service, but it's really an experience, right? Like we have a community, we have an app, we have, you have coaches you work with, there's customized training, nutrition, like there, it's an all encompassing thing. We've had five events. We're having another one in February of, of 22. And it's, it's just cool bringing people together from all walks of life. And our tagline is it's more than just physical because that's really what fitness is. It's not just about lifting weights. It's not about eating. It's it's what goes on within you because as, as someone who spent a lot of time on behavior and, and you know, human behavior as a whole and, and psychology, you realize very quickly like nutrition and training problems are just a surface level issue of something underlying, right? And so that, that's been a big thing for us is understanding, yes, you may work with a bodybuilder or powerlifter or a, or a field athlete. Or an everyday person and on the surface it's hey i want to get stronger hey i want to lose weight hey, i want to do this reality is, is there's something deeper there right that we're trying to work against and, and work with if, if we're being honest and our our mission is to find ways to 
change lives through going inwards and making it more than just the physical component. And the physical component just becomes a reflection of that, right? So it's been a really, really cool journey. It's come with a lot of opportunities. Um, I've been fortunate enough to have new doors open in this journey. And it's cool to see a lot of people reach out and just express their appreciation, even whether they're involved or from a distance. So it's it's early and it's it's infancy, if you will. And I think for us, it's a tremendous opportunity to find a way to create a bigger impact at scale. Because at the end of the day, like we're in an era where with COVID and all the uncertainty, health is extremely important. I mean, that's been magnified through even the data within COVID. People who get sick or are more affected by it, in the averages at, on the higher end of the curve, they are people who have pre-existing conditions. So preventative care, actively, you know, doing things like exercise, nutrition, taking care of self, it becomes extremely important, especially in today's day and age. And I think for us, contributing to that, whether it's through everyday people or even athletes and then some of the people we are fortunate enough to work with, it's important to add value in a way that changes the trajectory of where the world's going. Yeah, very bullish on the uh, fitness profession industry moving forward coming out of COVID, right? Like I think it's like all hands on deck dealing with the pandemic, of course, but like I think as we get out of this, so many people realize that maybe they're not as healthy as they think they were or they just never thought about it and this was like the wake-up call they need. Um, And so once we're really, you know, out of the the pandemic and, and moving forward, I think the health and fitness industry is going to explode. Uh, there's so many things you mentioned. There's so many different ways I could take this. I could probably talk to you for five hours, not run out of co- uh, to topics to, to talk about. But I think one of the things I was most excited to get you on here and talk about was those live events and the community that you're building at Beyond Built. Because you hear, not even just in the fitness community, but just every profession they always talk about building community right but like nobody i feel like there's not a lot of people that actually do it well it's a lot of lip service and they're not actually doing the things that they need to do to build a very strong community but when i see beyond built i see a very strong community i see these live events um i see the facebook group i see you i mean it feels like everyone knows you and chad uh rj and lauren like you guys are just you show up everywhere every time i talk to someone they're like oh you know far it's like you know everyone knows you chad and etc um so i want to talk a little bit more about those live events so you just had your fourth one out in phoenix and where's and you have one coming up in february tell me uh well tell us where that one's going to be but then tell us a little bit more about uh the experience in phoenix so the the most recent one was Phoenix, and then the one in, in uh, February will be in San Diego. Uh, really, I mean, Phoenix was incredible, right? You, you you get a chance. People fly in from everywhere. Like we had people from all over the country there. We had we had a massive Airbnb. It had it was crazy. Like it's a huge house, but then like in the backyard there was a pool, tennis courts, like basketball courts, a golf putt. There was everything, right? And it's like a, it's a multifaceted idea. One, it's bringing people together to relax, sure, and also it's bringing people together to connect. Because I think the common thing we find is people really search for community in a digital age. Everybody's attached to their phone, right? And a large mm-hmm. part I learned is there's so many people with commonality who, in their own individual lives, may struggle with connection. They may struggle with the people around them because they're evolving, and maybe the environment around them doesn't feel like it's evolving, right? So to have a community digitally where they can express, show up, voice what they are going through, have others who have similar goals, whether it's an entrepreneur, 
entrepreneur, it's a it's a mother, it's a athlete, it's a pilot, whoever it is, seeing the commonality and having like-minded people in a community is extremely important. I think the events also allow everybody to come together, put name to face, you know, build relationships. I mean, within our group, I can comfortably tell you in the first 18 months of this, people have built lifelong relationships. People have uh, facilitated new businesses. People have moved across the country with friends. They've roomed together. Like, there's a lot of things that have come out of this, and I think it's creating an environment and a brand, right? I think the thing a lot of people in business forget is brand is everything, right? The communication, the emotional connection, what you do and what you give and how you deliver it is ultimately what creates your ceiling and how big you can actually be. I think a lot of businesses, what they don't pay attention to in a digital age is marketing, sure, but also creating a feeling, a brand. The best brands in the world, they're yes, they're on reputation, but there's a feeling that comes with owning an iPhone. There's a feeling with you know typing on a, a Microsoft computer. There's a feeling that comes with wearing Nike. And I think when you look at brands like that, you know, in a lot of ways, like I always tell Chad, my goal is to be in our own way similar to apple yet in fitness right like mm -hmm. apple uh, you you could argue like apple isn't the best product i mean if we want to go to the technicality level sure, sure. i can probably do a lot of problems with apple apple creates the best experience the user experience right. phones are incredible the packaging is done incredibly the service is incredible the way they tell their story is incredible right and i think our thing is okay let's tell an incredible story and deliver a great product and service and i as you start to realize what that feels like and what the customer wants and you find ways to provide it and make a difference in their lives. We have people who, you know, we will share like what check-ins are like or like what's going on in the community and people will literally tell us like this community is changing our life. Like we have friends, we have people we can connect with and I think the, bringing everybody together has been the big thing within this because if we can bring people together and they feel connected, they're going to want to invest into the things we do and also ultimately gives us the opportunity more people right and so i think when i watch other brands i'm always studying okay what are you doing in terms of creating connection i'm not interested in competing with you i think that's the thing i think there's opportunity for all of us to succeed and i think there's an opportunity for me to learn from you because you may be doing things that i'm not and vice versa and you may be doing things that could be really helpful in my business and you may be doing things that for my business doesn't make sense but it's great for you can i understand why you implemented it so i'm a very big on understanding and seeking to learn because my goal is to come back to what we do no matter what i'm doing focus on us and also be willing to give right and find a way to do that in our way we don't need to redefine the wheel we need to do it best the way we understand how and so that's the big thing with what we do within the community is find ways to connect with people give them what they need and you know create an experience that is so delightful that they're invested in that you know like there's a reason people buy iphones year in and year out there's a reason why people wear nike or under armor like there is a true reason behind that and those companies at scale can do extremely well even when things aren't going well right so you know the, i think the goal for us is always can we do things to make a difference in someone's life like it's more about that to me than anything else and i've learned from you know being in specific settings the people who do the best in business there's strictly customer experience focused. Like that's it, like that's the name of the game. Can you deliver, can you connect, can you feed what they need? That's what it comes down to. And I think when you take a customer first approach and you take the responsibility of how can we deliver this, your opportunities are endless. I mean, that's uh, we've learned so much even recently on okay, how can we deliver, deliver a better product, a better service, a better experience for people. And I think 
being willing to be that student and continue to deliver at a high level and evolve, that's the big key in keeping yourself in business long term. I think it's it's crucial that, you know, you're building an online business. It would be very easy to just uh, stay completely digital, you know, build out the Facebook group, have that be your quote unquote community. Uh, but I think it's 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 critical for the brand that you kind of have that hybrid approach. Like, you know, the Facebook group is building the community, but like we're going to strengthen that community in person. Um, tell us a little bit more about like, so when you guys are in Phoenix, like what's going on? You guys, obviously you're working out for 10 hours a day, eating healthy, right? Having no, <laughs> having no fun, right? That's, that's what you guys are doing for the weekend. Nah, I mean, it's, it's a number of things. Like we had a little like Olympic type thing where everybody was like, we put each other in teams and we kind of had like our own little events, um, made it a little competitive, had some fun. We cooked out, ordered food one night, like we've uh we did we were gonna hike we unfortunately didn't we did yes we go to the gym and i think that's the other cool thing too is like you get to see your coach in person mm-hmm. so maybe things you were struggling a bit with you know in an online setting you can address it like in a second in the in-person setting right i understand that a lot of this is 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 new opportunity for everyone so sometimes things that make sense or may not make sense on on you know a video or an explanation in person, one little thing can make the difference, right? I think in-person training has its place, and I think especially with a high-level athlete, it's necessary, yet a digital platform allows you to do a lot more and be more hands-on, I think. And I, I don't mean that in the sense of, like, you get real hands-on experience, but we have more access in 2021 than we've ever had before. And I think in an online world, you have someone you can talk to, you can reach out to them, you can shoot them a text, you can shoot them a video. I think with in-person training, where sometimes there's a limitation, is your entire experience is only in that window that you're there. What we have done is found a way to create an experience where you feel supported no matter what. We put systems in place. We create units. We create you know, different documents, different guides to help them continue on their journey to help them with self-sufficiency. And then we do what we can to make the experience better and, and you know close up the loose ends and not only close them up, but magnify them to be where our strengths are and you know that's the big thing is people come to the events sure we do you know the the little olympics we did we play games like we have very meaningful conversations and there's like different opportunities to talk about spiritual things or things people are going through in their personal lives back home yet i think everybody's coming together and they're finding a sense of family through the community right because there's so many people of so many different backgrounds realizing hey like even though you might be competing in bodybuilding and i'm just trying to get in shape for my wedding, we have a lot of commonality. You may be interested in being a power lifter and I may just be interested in losing fat, but we really come from the same walk of life. And I think seeing that there's so much overlap, it, it creates a, a, a place where people feel comfortable, safe, can express themselves, learn about themselves, learn about each other and, and realize like we're all in this together no matter where you are on the map. And I think that's the really cool part about the experiences is just the relationships that come with them. I mean, I we left Phoenix and we have clients competing in, in Houston this weekend. And like I can tell you, there's probably about 15, 20 people just showing up to show up and support like the four or five clients that are competing. And I think that's really cool. Like that just speaks to how connected everybody is becoming, even though we're all in different places. Like people are just going to fly in and support someone that they've maybe met once in their life in person. And I think that's the cool thing about creating community through a brand is you bring people together from all places. And it's like, cool. I can see you and then spend time with you and build a great relationship with you. It doesn't mean I need to live next door to you. Yeah, I think that's definitely a testament to the community that you're building for people to just come out to an event in Houston, support people they may have never met before. Uh, I'm interested. So I want to talk like numbers in the sense of like, 
how many clients Beyond Built has and then how many like I want to talk about like the growth of these live events from like the first one to the last one. So I'm interested first, like how many clients does Beyond Built work with? So we currently across four coaches have about two, a little over 210 clients and that's okay. growing every day. Um, the events, like it's funny, the first event we had was 20, 20 people. The second event was Miami was 27 and then Phoenix was 35, right? And so the other thing too is we don't want, at this point especially, we keep, we limit the numbers. And it's not because we're, you know, we want anybody to feel left out by any means. It's, there's an intimacy piece, right? And there's also a, a component of like, there is a ticket price to come to these events. Like you pay the ticket price, we take care of the Airbnb, we take care of the food, you guys just get yourself there. Like that's the big thing for us. And in honoring the intimacy piece, we slowly open up the door for how many people we can have there. And, you know, the next one will be a little bit bigger. I think it'll be, I think right now it's looking like close to 40 people. The idea and the reality is, is we're looking to expand that and continue to grow that to create room for people to come and welcome a community. And I think the other thing too, is we understand that even these events will evolve. Like at some point, It'll be 50, it may be 100, it may be more. And so the environment changes, the structure will change a little bit. People will, you know, it'll look a little different person to person. And, you know, you're just in a different place at that point in your business. How can, our question is, how can we create create the intimacy and allow that to facilitate what we do? Because I think the exclusivity piece makes it really, really cool. Like you can see some of the videos and the testimonials we get post them. People just love the closeness. Like, yes, it's 30 people, and like, there's a special energy. There's a special connection that, unless you are there, you may not even fully understand. Like, even one of our clients who didn't go to Miami but did go to the Phoenix event, she was like, "I heard all about this. It didn't really make sense until I got here." And I was like, "That just tells you, like, there are some things like you actually need to experience." And I think from a distance, people see being in the community and they're like, "This is dope. I want to be in the community." And then when it comes to the live events, it's like, "I want to be in the live events, right?" And so that's our big thing is like, can we create an experience within a lot of events that people want to be at and people find great value in? Like there's a lot, there's a personal development component to all this. There's, there's a lot of things that are in the works as well. And that's what we're looking to honor is completely building an environment that facilitates growth at all levels, not just, you know, training and nutrition. It's fitness is mindset. It's psychology. It's spiritual. It's, it's even like, it's how you manage your recovery, like sleep and stress and so it's like put, it's an all-encompassing holistic place that we're looking to build and i think as we continue to evolve there's new doors and new opportunities within that that we're we're uncovering that we're working towards so it's been a pretty cool experience so i'm assuming this is only open for clients right mm-hmm. okay yeah. and um so you said you know they have to buy like a ticket which makes sense you guys have to find a way to cover uh the cost of the event do you mind sharing like what one of those tickets usually runs? So we we spend. I'll break it down this way. We you typically invest more money than the cost of the ticket. Not even typically. Like it's. Let's say you do. There was thirty slots for the last one, and each ticket was four hundred bucks. We probably spent double what we spent on the actual ticket price. So the ticket price probably covers about. A third, maybe, of our expenses, and our. So you're is, saying it's a it's a cost to be on build to run the event, right? Yeah, it's okay, always gotcha. Right, and it's, it's and I look at it as like it's a long term play. We mm-hmm. want to create, we 
people that they want to keep coming back to. Like, I'm not here. Yes, there's a financial component to every business. At the end of the day, you are running an operation to be profitable. And if I'm thinking about lifetime value, if I'm thinking about investing into brand, there are places where you're going to invest far more than you're going to get ROI positive year one through five. That's the truth. I mean, that's a great, that's business. That's what R&D is in, in large scale businesses. And I think understanding that early on through my experiences being in the corporate world, even when I was talking to chat about it, I was like, yes, this is doing this. And look at what's happening with retention. Look at what's happening with lifetime. You're driving, right? Now we can look at other projects that we're looking to do. We're, we're in the process of looking at building a gym. We're in the process of building clothing. Like, there's other things that we're looking to facilitate. And the other thing that's cool with these experiences, like, yes, you're investing into them. And when you're with people in an interpersonal setting, there's no better place to find out what people actually want when it comes to clothing, when it comes to gym, when it comes to bettering your product, right? There's nothing like it. And I think that's something that we really value because we can have an event at the end. We can look back at everything we got. Okay, what are we doing good? What can we do better? What can look different? What can we be more clear on? And I think that's been the beauty of those events. It's like you get such direct feedback, and it's very raw and honest because we've, we've created an environment where being transparent is accepted. There's no right or wrong answer. It's just you tell me how you honestly feel. We take the time to take what you say and see it through your lens and then find ways to deliver, over-deliver. You know, that's a big thing in business is learning to under-promise and over-deliver, right? So I think that's that's the beauty of these events is, yes, they have a cost. If you don't realistically make money on them in that moment, if you're looking at it in that moment, but can you see the lifetime value? Can you see the lifetime of what that comes to? And I'm as much as the financial piece is a component that I think I focus on a little bit more heavily, brand is also a piece that I'm also involved in. So I get a, a chance to look at both. Like it's, I'm okay with making no money personally. Like that's where I am. And I've had a very important conversations around like sure we need to live we need to care of stuff i understand that i'm not here to just you know make money like i'm looking to make a difference in the world and i think the greatest businesses the most influential people and the people the businesses that make the biggest difference in society they take that approach and that's why they say like early on you're not going to make any money anyways cool like i've accepted that and Luckily, we've made money and been able to move the needle forward. We've been able to hire people. We've been able to bring people onto the team. That's beautiful to me. Like, that's way more valuable. And at some point, those things, when they need to, will take care of themselves. But in reality, like, we want to grow this so massive an impact that I understand that we have to keep reinvesting into what we do. So I kind of suspected that uh, your answer was going to be that it was a cost to you guys. And, and so the reason I asked that was because I wanted uh, people listening, you know, coaches listening to hear that this is a long-term play, right? This is more about building community than it is a um, an additional revenue stream, right? Like the events aren't, you know, obviously as a business, as a whole, you're going to run, you want to be profitable um, and you want to run lean and, and et cetera. But at the same time, it's, it's an infant company. You want to reinvest some of the profits back into the business. And this, this idea of building community doesn't come free, right? You have to invest your time, your resource and some money back into these events. And so that's why I really wanted you to talk about that. Cause I suspected it was going to cost you more than you were actually making on it. Yeah. Um, if you thought we were just going to run past the idea of you building a gym and, and me not focus more on that, you were wrong. So <laughs> you slipped that in there. So you got to tell us a little bit more about that. Of course. I, here's what it comes down to. Everything to me is brand is a, is branding, right? Experience is branding. Community is branding. 
And when we invest in an experience, for example, I'm looking at what the lifetime value is of that is long term, right? Because lifetime value is ultimately what dictates how big you can be, what opportunity there is, what can you create? And so I think for us, we realized, okay, a big part of this is the in-person event. So what if one of the events is always in one place? And what if you have a gym where you can use it for content, which can be repurposed on social platforms for marketing purposes? You can use it as a place where you could potentially have some in-person training and you can use it as a branding tool, right? And so we're looking at how that's going to look over the next, I'd say 24 months. It's been the, the challenge is also, and you find out quickly, it's a lot less the cost. Like we're, we're looking at making a training facility. So it's gonna be high level equipment. It's not gonna be like, oh, you have 10 preacher girls and 20 machines and this, this, and this. It's just gonna be high level equipment that across the board, whether you're bodybuilder, powerlifter, sport, or everyday person, you can walk in and you can get a great training session and whatever your goal is. The reality is though, high level equipment, yes, it costs. And I, I'm confident that fronting that is not gonna be an issue. The conversation is, okay, where do we want to do it? And then on top of that, realizing that COVID has played a big role in the supply chain. And so, like, I have friends who just recently got into building a gym or even ordering parts for their home gym. And it's like, yo, it's nine months before we get it. Took a while. Yeah, so for us, it's been like, okay, let's start planning. Let's not, let's see what the numbers run. I have a good grasp on the numbers. I have a, a rough estimate on costing. So in that sense, we're in a good place. Now the question just becomes, okay, Let's get into the design. Let's get into timeline. What else are we are we bullish on and what, what else do we value? Like we have a personal development component. We have something called Elite inside of Beyond Built, which takes the one-on-one experience and enhances it. It's like elite people go through a lot of personal development work. We're having a whole separate event just for elite clients. They're flying in. We take care of everything. It's a higher cost and there's a lot more that goes into it. And on top of that, like within that, we're looking at opening doors for networking opportunities. We have people in our network that we were like, cool, we can fly them in and we can do almost like the mastermind idea mm-hmm. is bring people together, pick each other's brains, open doors, right? Um, so there's different components that we're working on. The gym is a branding tool. You know, that I think that's that's been made very, very clear this year and in the last 12 months. So I can't tell you it's going to happen tomorrow. I can tell you it's happening very soon. It's just ironing out some kinks with what the progression looks like. Like right now, we've hired some people. We're getting that cleaned up. We're systemizing some things a little differently as Chad and I move ourselves out of a lot of the day-to-day tasks. That's another thing. Once we've done that, then it's like, okay, this is the numbers. This is what we're working with. This is what we're testing. Now, what are we doing more in depth with Elite? Elite is something that I spend my time and put my hands into. It's early and it's empty. Like this is the first time we've done it. so it goes like that. Like, that's what it comes down to is what are we actually doing with all this? And I think as we kind of figure that out, uh, it'll become pretty clear, like, okay, what are the timelines? I would tell you from early conversations, we're looking at 18 to 24 months. So not net this coming summer, but potentially the summer after. Um, it also is dependent on how things move in the supply chain and also dependent on how fast certain other pieces work. Because you have to be willing to accept that there's going to be a trial and error period with any new you know, system you implement. It can be the perfect system. I mean, that's reality. It doesn't mean that an implementation is going to go perfectly. That's the truth. And, and we've learned that too. Um, so being flexible with our time, being very focused on speed in the micro, but patient with the macro because we, you know, we'll have the gym at some point sooner than later. We'll have a number of things that we're working towards. We have a, a vision of how this looks in the next 36 to 60 months. It's also being able to focus on the little tasks day by day that get us one step closer, right? And if we can stay focused on those tasks and continue to deliver a great experience, 
drive the lifetime value, then what happens over time is you can actually do bigger and better because you have a system that produces a great experience and the, and the numbers become reflective of that. So you're talking about the vision a lot and I'm curious. So what is the long-term vision? So you're going to have, so you've got about 200 clients, you've got four coaches, you've, you've been adding some additional staff members to kind of help run the business. Um, you know, if you add the gym, you get bigger events, you add more clients, you're going to need more coaches. And I'm just curious, like I see a lot of solopreneur coaches, but I don't see a lot of these large fitness coaching businesses and so it's i feel like there's not a blueprint right like you're kind of creating this as you go and so i'm interested to hear more what is that blueprint that long-term blueprint uh i think there's probably people listening to this that uh are excited by that like i mean it can be lonely working by yourself so people would love to either join a great team like this down the road or you know maybe have some type of version like this and so i'm curious kind of long term where do you see this going we're talking like 5 10 20 you know, I'd say when you lose your hair, like 40 years out, but you know, <laughs> that, that, that already took that's been gone for years now. But I, I think for us, it's, it's what are we doing to make a difference in the space as a whole? Fitness is, it's uh, so many things. It's health, it's, or it's bodybuilding, it's powerlifting, it's the everyday person, right? Like, can we show people that this is far more than just lifting and eating? And I think when you get down to it at a holistic level, it is. And so for us, the vision is how many lives can we really impact? Can we make this a multinational? Can we make this worldwide? Like we have clients in other countries as it is, right? I know one of the things Chad wants to do in the long run is to to have a resort on the Philippines where we can employ family and friends, right? Like that's a great, that's a great part of the, the vision. Our goal is to create a high scale impact in the fitness industry, right? And redefine what that actually looks like. And it doesn't mean that it's not still fitness and nutrition. It's seeing how encompassing community is. It's seeing how encompassing that it is more than just how you eat. And it is more than just how you live. Because at the end of the day, the service level stuff isn't gonna cut, isn't gonna be able to cover what's deep down for that long anyways. You know, like I think that's the truth when you look at athletics, when you look at bodybuilding, when you look at anybody who's gone through an eating disorder, the reality is behind the curtain is the truth. Why you're struggling, why you made the decision to be a bodybuilder, why you made, you know, even with athletes, I know, you know, I, I, I really loved that Simone Biles expressed and showed the way she did at the Olympic level. Cause it's like, yeah, there's things that even great athletes struggle with too. Can we get to a place where we understand that that's the focal point of all this? It's not just, can you perform on a platform or can you perform at the Olympics? Like it's more than just the physical component. Can we honor that and help change that? And that's the big thing for us in the vision is how, like I tell everybody on the team, like I want to impact 8 billion people. Like I want to impact the entire world. However that looks one way or another, whether directly or indirectly, you can look at Apple and be like, oh, they have this percentage of the market share. The reality is they've impacted the entire globe just by the way they do things, by the way they brand, by the way they market. That's how I see us. Where that nets out, that's to be seen. you know. And I think we, we've always talked about having thousands of people in the community, having having the app even evolve within what it is, having different kinds of events, having masterminds, having tiers of what that looks like, having training and coaching seminars so we can work with coaches too. There's a lot of components, but really we want to have our hands in all aspects and really make a difference because I think when you take it from the internal piece of the people, you can make a huge difference. The fitness and the, the training and the nutrition, like that's all going to accelerate simply by going deeper than just the physical component. I think for us, what we feel is if we go that path, we can create a massive impact across the world. So 
the vision is quite big. Like it sounds, it, I remember even when I told Chad, I was like, oh, we'll have events within a year. He was like, you're insane. Like we just, this just started, like we're doing X amount. And I was like, no, like I've, I've seen what it looks like in corporate. And I can tell you it, the cost is not what you think it is. And it doesn't have to be what other people try to tell you. You just have to understand what it looks like. And I think that's the thing is like, I see a world where this just keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And, you know, at the end of the day, it's, it's contribution, it's progression, it's giving. And I think that's what makes it all worthwhile. To me, it's everything is about giving and it's about loving it as it is. So it makes doing it every day amazing. And that's that goes for all my businesses, everything we do in, my, in the other businesses that I'm involved in, like that, I'm you know, they're slowly starting to become the reality that they are. It's about giving. How can you make a difference in people's lives? No, absolutely. And that's so cool because... One of the reasons I love talking with you, I love seeing your content online. Same with Chad as well. I think you guys both have this infectious energy about you. But um, the reason it's so fun to talk to you is because I can feel the passion you have for your clients and the, the product that you serve your clients. Sometimes I talk to people and maybe it's because I'm the money guy. Everyone thinks that maybe my ultimate goal is money, money, money. And But they talk too much about like how they can make money in the business, but they talk they don't talk enough about how they can serve their clients. And ultimately, if you focus really well on how to serve your client and figure out what their needs are and how you can most effectively uh, provide the services for those needs, then the money will come later, right? And while I, I obviously, I'm a proponent for, you know, taking care of the finances because I personally don't think you can uh, provide the best service to your clients if you're not taking care of that. And I think you have a responsibility to your clients um, and your staff and whoever, if you're a bigger team, to take care of the finances because if you run out of money, then you can't, you really can't change any lives anymore, right? Like, I mean, you could argue, yeah, there's ways, but I'm saying in the business. So um, I, that's, that's why I love hearing you talk about it because I can just hear the passion, the true sincerity. And, you know, I, I see you online and, and you're always, you know, you are very spiritual. Uh, you know, you're always talking about hugging and, yeah. <laughs> you know, like people making you cry from their DMs and stuff like that. So it's, it's, uh, it's always a pleasure chatting with you about community because I can, I can truly feel the, the passion come straight out of your voice. And you, you literally just talked for probably 10 minutes about um, how you're going to change lives and not about the money you're going to make, right? And I was recently talking to someone and they were kind of saying, you know, I was kind of talking about, you know, my vision was like, if I feel like if I can help fitness entrepreneurs with their money mm-hmm. and then they help 100 clients, it, you know, if I'm helping them focus just on their clients, like I'm impacting, I have like a, a role in impacting yeah. those 100 clients. And they were like, you know, it's further than that, right? Because every client that fitness, that fitness coach helps like anyone who like takes and like makes an effort to get in shape, it changes everyone around them, right? Like, so for example, say you came to me, you want to lose weight. I was your coach. I get you like living a healthier lifestyle. Well, now like your, your friends see that, your parents see that, your siblings see that. They start to, to kind of fall in line naturally, right? So not, not have, you haven't just changed one life. You've started, you've changed 10 just out of that. And I think you're doing that with even greater exponential potential because you're creating these like raving fans with these events, right? People, these people that come to the events, it's not like they're going to not tell anyone about you, right? Like not only are they telling their family, their friends, they're probably telling every stranger that says anything about fitness and nutrition. It's like, dude, check out Beyond Pill. This place is amazing, right? So, you know, I've loved listening to you talk about building that community and that, and that those retreats, I think 
are really important because I think it's different than what people are used to. I don't see that in the fitness community even before the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think you're really on to something. I, I mean, I think people might start to copy you, but it, you know, it's something that they can't they can't copy, right? Like mm-hmm. people can't. Um, they can they can host events, but they're not going to be able to create the environment that I think you, Chad, Lauren, and RJ have been able to do. So I applaud mm-hmm. you for that. Yeah, dude, I appreciate it. And I think like I, I love what you said. You're like big on there's a financial responsibility. As as spiritual as I am, like the funny part is a lot of people you've known me a while, so obviously your take is different. A lot of people they meet me the first few times and I'm like, You're getting the same person you get on social. It's just until you've spent more time with me, you don't really see the connection. I'm also a realist, right? Like mm-hmm. I came from corporate. I am. I went to school for accounting. There is a responsibility financially. Like I am big in responsibility, and that's what spirituality is—the open-hearted living of responsibility, right? So to me, it's like yes, we have a financial component. Yes, you need to take care of your people. You need to do right by people, and that's both spiritual, but it's also realist. Like right, right. Like that, you need to find a way to incorporate and assimilate the two, and by doing that responsibly, you open up the door for opportunity right and i think that's i love that you in your own way with what you do that's what you're doing because it's not about the money right that all the things yes don't get me wrong everybody uh, you know everybody i have friends a lot of business a lot of business friends yeah there are they have their wants in terms of money and car i don't think there's anything wrong with that by any means don't get me wrong i just think if that's what drives you you're you're going down a, a path that very quickly is unfulfilling yet i've met people who truly pursue like growth truly pursue making a difference and you know they yeah they do they have a nice car and a nice house sure and it's not about that that's just kind of like the cherry on top along the way it's not what defines what they're doing and i think when you find the harmony between it all you really have a chance to facilitate that much more for others because people can see being a good person and doing right by people is actually what's going to allow you to have all those things that you ever wanted absolutely i want to respect your time i want to start wrapping this up so i want to hit you with the final question um you know and you know, just before I kind of hit you with that, you know, I am, I'm going to be rooting for Beyond Built every day. I, I love what you guys are doing. I'm a huge fan. Uh, sometimes I see these events and I'm like, man, I just need to become a client so I can go to them. <laughs> so, <laughs> so final question for you. And then, I'll, you know, I'll let people know how they can find you and kind of what's coming up next for you. So the final question, if you go back in time a year ago today and see where you're at now, what would surprise you the most and why? What would surprise me the most? I think, you know what? I feel like every day is is going to be a new challenge. And the same problems in business you experience day one, you will experience every day for the rest of business. They just look different. Like the root of all the issues or the challenges you face, it always comes down to people, right? And people are going to mirror themselves. They're going to repeat themselves. They're going to reveal where you're not either in alignment or operating out of alignment, whatever, or actually operating consistently. And the question becomes, can you appreciate that? Like, it's going to happen. We're human. Can you get in tune with the human piece? I think that's the biggest difference I've learned is when I am hyper-focused on human, we can move forward because we understand that everybody is different. We all tick a little differently. We all have different desires. We have different goals. We operate a little differently. My skill set's very different than yours, right? We may have some that overlap. We may have some that are different. Can we create an environment that empowers people to be themselves and be the best of who they are and evolve through that journey? And I think our problems or challenges we faced a year ago, they're the same today. And even as we talk about the different elements of scaling and what it's looking like moving forward, it's just the same problems at scale. You just, you need more people. Mm -hmm. Like the difference between 
you know, a, a million dollar business and a hundred million dollar business and a billion dollar business is people and systems, right? It's having systems, sure, but you need people to do that. You know, these multinational conglomerates that are billion dollar organizations, it's more people. It's not like it's eight people running a fucking eight billion dollar organization. It's a lot of people. Can you honor that and understand that that is the facilitator of everything? Yes, running lean, sure. I, I, I would agree with you. The PE model is always one that I think is tremendous. Yet I also think you have to understand what does it look like when you're dealing with people, you know? Uh, yeah, I want to have six people who can do the job of 10. And can I facilitate an environment for those people to feel empowered, supported, loved, and cared for, right? Because if they feel those things, if you take care of the people you, who you work with or you really realistically as business owners, you work for your 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 employees and you also work for your clients. If you, inter if you internally create that setup, there's great opportunity for success, right? And so for us, it's can you understand that these problems will keep facing coming up, the challenges will repeat themselves. You just got to learn how to expand that. And I think that's a, a year later, like, I, it's surprising. And now that it's happening so frequently, it's not surprising because it's like, okay, that's, it's just going to be digging in and, and getting, you know, creative or being, keeping it simple, right? Being objective about what we need to do. So where can people find you? I'm at Farshad Sarafi on every platform, Twitter, you know, Instagram, TikTok, like wherever you can find me, it's all the same. I keep it pretty uniform. Cool. Well, I appreciate you coming on Farshad. I appreciate your time. Thank you. If you enjoyed this episode with Farshad, be sure to check out my Instagram at JustinGreenFP to see a bonus clip of when I surprised Farshad with a member of his community, Josh Koopman. Did you enjoy the show? If so, don't forget to hit subscribe and leave us a review. And if you are interested in learning more, you can subscribe to The Monthly Assist, a newsletter where I share more information for fitness entrepreneurs and millennials. You can find the link in the show notes, or you can access the link in my Instagram bio, at JustinGreenFP. Until next time, keep growing, my friends.